Hello, and welcome to the Bearded Beacon. I'm Seal. I'm Chris. And this is episode one of our lovely little podcast. Why? Why a podcast, Chris? Why are we doing this to ourselves? Well, I feel that it's necessary for the rest of the world to know that it is possible to drink alcohol and talk over long distances and still go back to our childhoods. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I think that's kind of why we started this. For you listeners out there, I am coming to you live via tape from Houston, Texas, and where Chris and I grew up, and Chris is coming to you from Lincoln, Nebraska. Why, God, why, Lincoln, Nebraska? Uh, I came up here for the corn. There you have it. Specifically the corn. There you have it. Yeah. The corn whiskey? Mm -hmm. No, just the corn. Just the corn. Okay. That's cool. And I don't even, yeah, we're not going to eat it. We're just going to look at it and become children of it, you know. Is it as high as an elephant's eye? Uh, this year, yes, it was. It was. It was definitely. It was. People but, kept on posting pictures of themselves standing on each other's shoulders, and it was still taller than them. So I'm, I'm guessing that's ha- taller than an elephant. Good night. Do, you, do y'all still get um, brownouts across the highway after harvest time, where, mm, where it comes mm, rolling no. through? And nah, it hasn't been that bad. I mean, it's been pretty wet now, so oh, not, good. not no big brownouts. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. So I do that a lot. I notice that. When I was listening to our test recording, I say so yep. a lot, and you say yeah a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I say yeah. And I'm I go, so, person. yeah. <laughs> but hey, I'm that's, be the, paranoid. that's the beauty of it. Well, yeah. we'll get used to it, and I'll edit some of that out. Uh, some folks are just, you know, out there letting it rip. And, uh, well, quite honestly, they're better than us at this, and they don't need to. But I feel like uh, in order to keep the show, keep it tight, keep it flowing, yes, there will be edits. I'm sorry to say, spoiler alert, but that's okay. The The truth like will spoilers. still come out. The truth will still come out. Speaking of spoilers, one of our main topics of conversation, uh, at least for the next, what, 13 weeks, uh, we decided to talk about Jessica Jones. A little, that's correct. A little series, a little TV series on Netflix you may or may not have heard about. A little Marvel show, hooray! And we need to get this out in the open right now. I have a feeling. Spoilers. I, I completely say that there will probably be some spoilers. Definitely. So if you haven't watched, if if you're one of those few people like the two of us that haven't binged and watched the entire run yet and you're saving it week to week or you haven't even started it yet we're only going to be talking about the first episode so this is the agreement that's sort of in place here one episode a week and we're trying not to watch ahead i've been jonesing since friday (laughs) to watch the second episode and as soon as we're done recording you bet your hinder i'm gonna go watch episode number two so you can jones some more yeah exactly you're jonesing for I, some jonesing. I, I see what you did there. I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 I didn't even realize I did that until you called me on it. I love it. So, tonight, on a very special episode of The Bearded Beacon. No, not really. They're all special, right? We're all special. We're all special or something. No, but we wanna we wanted to talk about that. We wanted to talk about that. We wanted to uh, take a look at uh, some indie comics, and that's a, that's going to be a special treat for later on, uh, later segment in the show. So there's a little twist to that that's going to be fun. Some of y'all know, some of y'all don't. Um, my partner in crime here, Chris, is writing his don't own... Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. No. His own thing. You're going to label me. I'm, I'm going to label you. 
You're going to label me. I'm going to label you. Am I going to label you as a writer? Or I'm going to label you as an artist? Or what is it that you're doing? Um, I'm doing Are you everything. Creating? With he's a creator. He's an art tour. He is an art tour. Yeah. Yes. I am an art tour. I have even worked in carpet sometimes. You have. Yes. You have. And I have photographic mm-hmm. evidence of that, by the way, somewhere in a mm-hmm. shoebox in upstairs in uh, one of my many thousands of closets that apparently are in this house that who knows why you will never be labeled a hoarder in my mind thank god for that but i will take the label of artist that, that's fine artist okay i like our tour well that would be a, appropriate for my book so yeah, okay. yeah well we'll save that for we'll save that for a little bit let's jump right in and i really want to get your thoughts on this little tv show netflix's or Marvel's is, is it Marvel's Jessica Jones? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Marvel's on Netflix. Jessica Jones. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. I've always been fascinated by this character. You know, you've got this super powered person um, going back to her origin story through the comics, a member of the Avengers at one time. Yes. Um, yes. But due to circumstances, chose to give up that life and just try to, I guess, kind of live a normal life and make a living by becoming a private detective in New York City, of all things. So, But you've got this wonderfully flawed character. And reading the, the Alias series, I uh, picked up, I've got the first two trades, um, so I haven't read three and four yet. So I know people are going to be out there going, you're an idiot, you don't know this. I haven't read it all yet, people. Looking at the book... I think you might agree. It's a, it's, I think in some ways it's a wonderfully flawed book about a wonderfully flawed character. And, I would agree with that. Yeah, and something that I want you to, to run with something, one of the first comments you emailed me earlier in the week about how, the, how they were telling the story, and maybe it was a little too wordy, but then you contrasted it after watching the first episode. It's like, oh my God, I can see why they made a TV show about this because... <laughs> yeah, it's it's straight up... In the book, you, for me, it was kind of a tough book to get into because I go into comics looking for like an image, an image, image-focused story, and with with the first Alias, it's definitely more focused just on the writing. So it's real wordy and it's real, real. For me, it was kind of tough to get through, and like I tend to look at a page in a book and say, "Hey, would I buy this?" at an art auction or something like that. And I didn't feel like that with like most of the book of the first trade. It wasn't that I wasn't enjoying it. It was that it was, I would have probably been happier with it had it been a, like a, a novel or something like that versus a graphic novel. With that, I went into the, um, into the series and I was, uh, I didn't know what exactly to expect, but I felt with the writing that I was reading in Alias, that the the Netflix series was going to be workable at least, but in the graphic novel you got pages and pages of words, and then like in the pilot you got I don't know a couple of minutes of no words. Yeah, you get the and inverse there. For, yeah, you get you get the inverse, but it's working. It's really working as far as telling a story with just like the actions of the character, which is what I would have liked to seen in the in the in Alias, but. I really like it and the way that they've portrayed the character and they've been able to do the storytelling within the aliases. Well, I mean, sorry, and Jessica Jones so far. So that's where, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm with you to some degree on that. I like in, in that 
once you get to the show, I like what they're doing, um, at least in the pilot, especially the beginning. You know, you've got these long stretches of, you know, like I said, little to no dialogue, little to no voiceover. But I will say the 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 um, the comic, the graphic novel, grabbed did grab me. Um, but I think I gravitate more towards that style, towards Bendis's style of writing. He's a wordy guy, and or he can be a wordy guy. I think even the foreword in the book mentions that, just the way he uses language. And, yeah. You know, um, so I kind of like that. Um, you know, and, and I actually, interestingly enough, like that in my movies too. You know, you know me and my Kevin Smith movies and my Tarantino, I love dialogue. However, at the same time, I love it when you can tell a story just through the actors emoting and the way the camera moves and the way the shots are composed and... I thought that was really cool, especially how they started um, started the episode. I liked the little nod, the opening credits. You got that flavor of the artwork yeah. from the graphic novel. Yep. I thought that was cool, but you got that, you know, you got, of course, you know, you've got some motion in there, and but it kind of set that, I felt like it set the stage, and it, it said, to me, it felt like it, it was saying to someone who's a fan of the comics that you're going to be okay. We're, we're treating this properly. We're gonna. I agree. Know, we're not gonna. We're not yanking the rug out from under you. This isn't a bait and switch. I agree, and they've done similar with Daredevil, but mm-hmm. I think they're actually doing a better job portraying the flavor with Jessica Jones, at least with the pilot. We'll see as it goes on. They're saying it's lively, so we'll see what happens as we move along through the series. Yeah, I have a feeling the pace is going to pick up a little bit. I think this the starts a little bit of a slow burn, and I'm okay with that. I, I like it. It. There were moments in the show, and because I don't have my little bulleted notes, and we're not watching the episode right now as we're describing it, so I'm going to jump around through the episode. There are moments, one in particular, uh, one sequence when she's in the cab, in the taxi cab, and that slow jazz is playing, and you're looking at, you're looking through the window of the taxi in on her. She's riding around the city, and you see the lights reflecting off the buildings going by in the taxi cab window, and that, and again, that music's playing. I was like, man, I'm like in the middle of an episode of Mike Hammer, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, and this feels yeah. like this has this old school um, detective show feel to it, and I love it. So I think it's something that personally I've been missing from television for a while. It's you know trends come and go, and and you know the genres this or that gets popular, and it's fun that you know within this whole comic book superhero television and movie craze that's come about that we can actually get this kind of an old-fashioned in a way detective story but yeah there are just yeah. these moments that it was like man this feels like you know you know this feels like a, a mickey spillane story kind of thing you know it's like i, I expect stacy keach to come walking on camera any minute now that'd be cool if he made a cameo wouldn't it is he still yeah, alive awesome. i don't know i hope so somebody yeah. somebody tell us somebody somebody tweet us at bearded beacon bearded beacon and let us know not that I probably won't jump on IMDb as soon as we're done here and go find out for myself, but yeah. let's get the dialogue started. And these long, awkward pauses, not a problem. I'll just okay. edit those out. And yeah. see, and see, you, the listener, I may leave some of these in here occasionally, and I may leave one or two in here right that we just had right now, along with this explanation that I suppose we should have. I suppose we should have had a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. Chris and I have known each other for what over thirty years. We have carried on entire conversations where not a word was spoken, and 
somehow or another, both of us got the point. I don't know how that works. So yeah, that, I, I, I'm pretty sure that won't be one of our episodes, though. No, so, that I, would be a lot of dead air. That would be bad. We would, yeah. yeah, we would, we would go into negative listenership. I think if that was even possible. I think so. Assuming we have zero right now, um, we would go into negative numbers. It might, but you know, it might be a first though. It I could wonder, be. I wonder. That I wonder if, like, I wonder if Guinness has like a has a category for that, where we can like set a record of negative listenership. Well, you did win a trophy for like bowling the worst ever. I did, I did. And that's that's something to talk about. So. That is something to talk about. As far as Jessica Jones goes, I was I'm pretty new to the character. Okay. Completely, actually, um, I knew just a little bit, and then when she popped up, I ran and got Alias, and I. I learned as much as I could from that, and I don't know her backstory. I don't actually know why she left the Avengers or anything like that. I can tell it was pretty tragic. As far as the way that they've been taking things that are a little lesser known and making them a big thing, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Daredevil wasn't exactly little to me, um, but Jessica Jones, I really appreciate, the, I don't know, what they've been doing as far as getting the lesser known characters out there and oh, really focusing on them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and she's really not a, a very well-known character. I mean, she's known to the folks that know her and I, I've known of her, but am by no means an expert read some of the bits and pieces, saw bits and pieces of the runs here and there back what, in the early two thousands and, and thought it was a neat idea, but never really did much more digging than that and haven't. And to be honest, haven't really sat down, you know, and dug into any of the stories until, prior to the show and I, I thought it was, I was a little bit surprised. Um, what was it when they announced it? I guess it was a year ago, two years ago that she was going to be one of the, the Netflix series. And right. I was like, really, man, I was like, they're, they're really digging deep for this, but you know, it, I think it's working. It's like you said, they, they took daredevil, which to you and I, and, and, and a lot of, a lot of comic book fans, he's not a small character, but let's face it. He's not as well known to the general public um, as, say, Iron Man, Thor, that kind of thing. Um, but they did a really good job with him in, in bringing him into the limelight. And I th- it feels like they're going to do that with, with this show. And, it's, of course, it's all leading somewhere. We've already seen. I love it that we got Luke Cage in the first episode. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, he's in, clearly an integral part of this story. And they're just they're they're running with it, and then of course he's obviously he's the next one to get a series, and then you know the the rumors have been flying or the the reports, the news, whatever that oh they're not going to do Iron Fist, they're saving it for something else, and then I read uh, gosh I read an article the other day that apparently though that's not true that they're just kind of they're not really saying a whole lot about him because they're trying to get the current show off the ground and let it have its run and let it have its chance in the limelight. And they're just kind of staying quiet on iron fist, but that it is going to happen. Yeah. So that we will. So it looks like we are going to get all those characters. And then we are going to get that defenders miniseries, which is going to be a hell of a lot of fun. I think it will be, especially if they, I'd, I'd, I'd like to know more about the villain that they're going to go up against. I, I can only guess that it's going to be Kingpin. It's got to be. But, it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because Kingpin don't die. He multiply. That's right. That's right. But I'm intrigued 
in in uh, Jessica Jones. I'm intrigued with the with Kilgrave with the Purple Man. I know a little bit about him. Uh, read a little bit about him, and I'm not going to spoil it for you. But I also know that they're going to have to change. Some, obviously, they have to change some stuff up. This is an adaptation. You've got to change things, and also just the 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 backstories and the world that they've set up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I love that Marvel's decided to tie it all together. They said the movies and the TV show, it's all together. You know, where it yes. seems, it, it appears that DC is, says, no, we're having, we're going to have a clear delineation between the two. I like that Marvel says, no, let's, we're going to try this. We're going to make this work. And so far, I think it has. And, but that said, you know, obviously, for instance, Jessica's character was in this universe, clearly not a former member of the Avengers, but she was something. Right. So it's going to be fun to see that. And it's going to be fun to see, you know, how they, how they portray Kilgrave and what they do with him and how far they take it. Cause I have an inkling of how far they took it in, in the comics. And it was, that dude is messed up. And <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting because like with the Kingpin and especially how they portrayed him on the, on on the the first season of Daredevil, you know he's just a man. He's not, you know, he's not powered or he doesn't have any. There's no special ability. He's just he's just a man. When he, at the end of the day, that's what he is. And he's he's human, and he's flawed just like everyone else. He's got good points and bad points. And I liked how they humanized him in Daredevil. But it's going to be, I think, a lot different and a lot darker and grittier with Kilgrave and Jessica Jones because I just don't see how they can make him I don't see how they can humanize him or make him endearing in any way shape or form because he is just a scumbag so this is going to be fun and and they've got the perfect guy to play it I mean I'm so excited to see David Tennant just go full on psycho bad guy this is going to be so fun yeah we were my wife and I were saying that he's just he was perfect for the character just as soon as he licked her, I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's him." Yeah, yep, that's just crazy. Now the, the casting just seems spot on. I think I've seen a lot of that with a lot of the superhero shows lately. Casting seems to be a lot better than it used to be. I'm I'm pretty happy with like Gotham. Yeah, they know crazy. Even the Supergirl stuff that's been going on, it's. It's it's picking up a little pace for me, and it hasn't lost me yet, so that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's that's a that's another good one. Um, I'm sticking with it too. I, I was, I mean, I, I was I was a homer for it from the start. I was I don't know 15, 20 minutes into the pilot, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm in. I was I was in from the get go. But that's just me. I like that kind of stuff. And it's so funny. It's you know after such a a drought, now we have, it's almost a glut of of these kinds of shows. Out of all of them that are on, I don't think any of them. There's not a bad one. There's there are shows that are better than others, for sure. But I I don't think I can say, at least from my point of view, that anyone's doing a bad job with any of these properties on TV right now, which is really neat. I mean, some of the best TV right now is is this kind of stuff, and it's pretty cool. I'd have to agree. It's just yeah, like you said, it's we're getting what we want from these comic book shows, and I don't know. At first, Gotham, I wasn't totally excited about, but then after I got to binge it a little bit, then I'm like totally hooked on it. They've done a great job with the, the casting on that. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, you did binge on that to, in order to catch up for this season, didn't you? Yes, I did. 
Yeah. And I have a limited amount of TV that I get to watch. So having the two younger spawn yes. doesn't leave me a lot of time to watch the kind of stuff that I want to watch. No, so. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Me, I've got my dog, and that's about it. Which I think brings us to our next segment, which I have lovingly titled Get to Know Me. But, uh, let's see. I and mean, I do that too. I go, but, uh, yeah. So... So we wanted to do a little segment uh, each week. We'll call it Get to Know Me. Tell a little bit about ourselves. You know, and know uh, anything goes. doesn't have to be a funny story. doesn't have to be a sad story. It can just be anything. just want folks to get to know who we are. And like I said, we've known each other so long, there's not a whole lot we can share with each other that the other one doesn't know or can't figure out. But y'all don't know us, and we'd like to share ourselves with the group so to speak. Yeah. Rest, cons- rest, rest at ease that every time he tells a story that I know about, I'll probably be grinning from ear to ear and yeah. vice versa. So yep. there may this be, is the way it happens. It, just, it may be. There may be uncontrollable laughter on one end or the other or both. Why don't you start us off? Who are okay. you, Chris? I want to get to know. If I want to, if I want to get to know you, something, tell me something about Chris Ralston that, that uh, would help me get to know the real you if I was just some random dude on the street let's see I am old not too old but not too young and then I, I'm, I'm, I'm married and I have two kids uh, two little boys that keep me running and I make art and I stay home with my kids so I am the one that thought that I could stay home with my kids and make a lot of art, but it doesn't work quite like that. Not yet, at least. As the other one grows up, I will focus more on my art. And I have a little mini company I'm going to open up for reals, for realsies on in January called R10 Creations. The number R, well, the letter R, the number 10, and then Creations. I got an Instagram account and a Tumblr account right now. Um, I'll probably get a Facebook page in January or maybe before that. And I got uh, a couple of shows coming up. I got one in the Bay. It's a skate park here locally in Lincoln. And they do, not only do they have a skate park, but they do a ton of community stuff, which is really cool. I love the place. One of my sons goes there and learns to skate. And in addition, they some weekends they'll pass out food to homeless cool. and they'll have a big place where big time where they actually have people come to their place and they fill the whole skate park with donations and stuff and they have people come in and take out stuff and it's just awesome it's an incredible place um that's going to be on december 11th in the evening and it's just going to be a one-night thing a whole bunch of crafters and artists from lincoln area are going to get together and just sell a bunch of stuff that's awesome um, in January, I got a show at Gallery 9. It's a, another local gallery here in town. Um, the opening is on January 8th, that evening. It's the first Friday of the month, so everybody... Well, actually, I think that's the second Friday of the month. But anyway, this time, that's going to be when we have all the free food and wine and artists come out and they check it out. And they got Bob Hall. He's a Batman artist from back in the day. And awesome. then we also got three other local artists that are either into digital design or comic book creation. And I kind of straddle that as I do both. Oh, and do actually, you I now? do more than that. 
because I do traditional and everything else too. So that's the way I am right now. That's the way. And I got a little indie comic that I'm working on called The Third Rail. It started off just being a um, a steampunk comic, but uh, the more I've written it, the more it's become more of a multi-genre. I don't know. Closer to Dungeons and Dragons than it is to just steampunk. So it's more fun that way. So you're working on effectively issue one right now, yes? Yeah, I had and, an and issue zero. You had that, an issue zero, and I was going to say that was that was definitely total steampunk, and it was great. Yeah, it was v- very, very steampunk. So it'll be interesting to see where you take that world and kind of mix it up a little bit, so I'm, I'm interested to see that. Yeah, I don't see any superheroes jumping out, but I do see heroes jumping out. and um, Well, basically in the book, they had 100 years... Well, a hundred years ago, people of industry and people of mysticism tried to combi- combine their respective talents, and it ended up causing this huge explosion, which ended up ripping up the ether of the world, and basically now monsters keep popping out of these rifts, and um, the radiation from the rifts is affecting all the creatures out in the world, and uh, creatures and people. And uh, to protect themselves, all these all these cities made massive walls or whatever they could think of to protect themselves from the outside. And the main city that I'm focused on is called New Platte, which is uh, it was basically one of the largest railroad uh, cities in the in the in the in the area in the world. And it basically took the city and put it up on rails, and now it travels north and south or whatever throughout the country just trading it's a giant trade city and from there i'm gonna go so it's like 100 years have passed and this city is built upon itself and built upon itself and it's going to be the main area where i'm going to have my adventures fun i I love that premise of the train (laughs) building the city up on the that's okay i forgive you thank you bless you my son Uh but no i love that premise of the you know the city built up on the train and the whole thing's moving and you know from here to there and all the all the stuff the accoutrements that come along with that so that that grabbed me um cool when you're telling me about that the first time i thought that was really cool so and i actually went and looked for my issue zero the other day i can't find it it's not in my long box like it's supposed to be and i don't know where it is Uh, it's my signed issue zero <laughs> and if you can't find it, tell me. I got a couple of issues left. So. Okay, I may need to. I actually, yeah. almost sold through all of them. So that's that was, awesome. That's pretty good for an issue zero. It's in my house somewhere. I just yeah put it in the wrong place, and I'm, and instead of you know where the logical thing to do would be to bag it and board it, which I did, and then put it in one of my boxes. I didn't do. I never got that far, and I don't know what happened. So I went and saw my folks this weekend specifically to sit him down and say, hey, mom and dad, guess what I did? So I am fixing to be, I like to call it self-employed. Sounds better than unemployed, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Sounds way better than unemployed. Self-employed. Christmas Eve is my last day at the company I've been working at for, well, really about 12 years. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you count the freelance work I did for him at first, it's been 12 years. So... um, I am, uh, uh, I'm not going to go so far as to call myself an artist because we know what I do is an art, but uh, I do like to think I'm a bit creative. Um, I know you're creative. I'm a video guy, so I've been um, in some form or another doing uh, various types of 
video film and audio production for 20 years. Good Lord, it's been long. I've been doing this for two decades, man. And it I keeps st- moving. And I still don't know what I'm doing. That's one of the neat things about it is uh, anything anything in a in the creative realm, y- you just never stop learning. And it's always something new. And even though I was kind of in a, let's face it, in a rut doing corporate industrial stuff for the better part of a decade, I never stopped learning. Um, and that's one of the things I thought was really cool. I'd learn new things, learn new techniques, learn new technology, hone other things that I had learned, you know, always push myself to get better. Um, so I'm going to take that out on the road and see what happens. But, um, I've done all kinds of stuff, you know, um, I am available for weddings, parties, and yes, funerals. I have actually shot two memorial services, believe it or not. That was, those were two of the weirdest jobs I ever had. I imagine so. But it was, did they, did they, at the end of the, um, Ceremony, did they play Pop Goes the Weasel at any point? At no point did that happen. Okay. At no point did that happen. Thank God. And oddly enough, it was it was a lot of the wedding gigs that I'd done that got me those two gigs. So it was very, very strange. But anyway, so I have all this equipment laying around and kind of cobbled together and had thought over the years, wouldn't it be fun to do a podcast? Wouldn't it be fun to, you know, just get together with a buddy and just talk about stuff. And of course I keep looking at all this stuff laying around and talk to Chris one day. I'm like, dude, you want to try it? So here we are. And hopefully we will get better and not worse. And you haven't turned us off yet. I hope. And I'm going to say right now, so I don't forget, I have rampant ADD and see, so I'm already off on another rabbit trail. I'm not saying what I was, what I said, I want to say, I'm not saying that right now. I'm saying something completely different. Because the it's actually ADHD, so I get the best of both worlds, and I am my brain is off on a tangent, but I'm going to bring it back around to what I was about to say, and that is, give us three episodes, give us three weeks. Our goal is to release this weekly. I'm shooting for Tuesday, we're shooting for Tuesdays, so we're recording. We'll record on Sunday nights, ideally release Tuesday, um, so that gives me Monday evening after work to edit and then get it uploaded and get everything ready and boom, there it is. Um, first we'll be on iTunes and you know that because that's how you found us because that's the only place it's going to be at first. And then maybe SoundCloud, Stitcher, something like that down the road. Um, I'm going to, we'll play with that. Um, but iTunes I've done. I know how to do that. Um, I produced a couple of podcasts for two other for a couple of Sunday school classes uh, that I was in one of them I was a teacher in and the other was just sort of theirs tech support but we podcasted the, the lessons and that kind of thing so basically I'm going to go copy and paste all my old XML code and gut it and put our information in there and use my little web server that I have so yay um, hopefully I still remember how to do all that stuff but that's where we are right now and I don't know if you got to know me any better. I think you did. I think you did. And here's why. Did I mention I have ADD? Squirrel. Yeah, you see what I did there? Yeah, you made me laugh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, good. Yep. I'm glad yep. I did. And hopefully I made somebody else out there laugh. I don't know. Well, I know I know we're going to get, I, I think we're got, I think, Chris, that we actually do have at least four listeners and at least for this first episode. 
So I've, I've let the comical podcast guys know and the nth cast guys know, hey, we're doing this thing. And I think they're actually going to listen to this and then take to Twitter and let us know what they think. Bring it on, fellas. Hopefully it's not just it. a bunch of expletives and uh, pain. It might be. It might, they might break Twitter. <laughs> my ears bled on the first um, episode. My ears are bleeding. I can't unhear any of that. You bastard. But uh, we have, um, so we have, so yeah, we've got, we've got hopefully, hopefully four listeners. Well, six if you count us because we're both going to download it and listen to it again, right? And cringe. Well, I've already listened to it. We have. You know, that's, that's the thing. You don't ever have to listen to this again. You can walk away from this episode and put it out of your mind. I have to edit this thing. So I've got to listen to it over and over and over again until I get it right and I'm happy with it and I can put it out there and, and then I can walk away from it. Yeah, you're going to be like, I don't want to hear Chris again for another week. Nah. Ugh. Actually, the worst is hearing your own voice recorded is the most god-awful thing ever. And I imagine so. I've kind of gotten over it, but it still it still gets me sometimes. But I had to do so much voiceover work over the last however many years and edit my own voiceovers that I recorded that I sort of got used to it. I guess desensitized to it. But man, yeah. at first it was it was really difficult. It was really really hard. I, I I almost couldn't do it. Just had to push through the pain. But I survived, and here we are. And I lost my train of thought. So I took the kids to the. Oh, we took uh, Lucas to the movie. That's one of my child, children. One of my child. One of your child. Children. One of your child. What? Um. Yeah, we took him to see the Peanuts today. Oh, how was and that? It was okay. It was. It was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't horrible, and it, it was. I just like taking Lucas to see the movies because, like, I know, like, one day it's gonna be. Oh yeah, we're gonna hit the midnight movie and see Aliens again. Oh but, yeah. Uh. The weird thing is, I went to take a piss. Mm-hmm. Not that it's weird that I go to take a piss, but um, I'm not. standing there, and then I hear this noise, and I'm like, oh, "What is that noise?" And then, like, I'm standing there finishing it up, and I hear it again, and I was like, "That's the noise that the lasers made in the 1953 War of the Worlds." What? And I'm like, "Where's that coming from?" And I go and wash my hands. Yes, I wash my hands. I've been in food service way too long in order to not wash my hands. And um, I go to take the uh, paper towel out of the towel dispenser, and it's one of those automated ones. Mm-hmm. I rip the thing, and then the sound of the motor is the sound of the lasers from the World War, War of the Worlds 1953 version. That is fantastic. It was just crazy. And then not only that, I have always felt that those paper towel dispensers look like a one-eyed alien. So I think that there's something subliminal that Marcus Theaters is doing to everyone to make them want to watch the 1953 War of the Worlds. There's something to that. that, Are those the ones that have like the little red eye on them? Uh, It doesn't have a red eye. This is just like, it's just a white, white oblong shape. And then not, uh, not on center, but on, off to the side or whatever, okay. off to the left side. So it's definitely the aliens are taking over the bathrooms at Marcus Theaters. That's awesome. I need a recording mm-hmm. of that. So take your take your, you know, your tablet or something or your phone down to the restroom, down to the bathroom at the Marcus Theater and record the paper towel dispenser for me, will you? 
I, and I will see how long it takes you to get thrown out. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> so, Chris and I used to work for Cinemark Theaters many moons ago. Can you imagine if we had walked in on somebody doing that in our day? It'd have been like, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, probably been like I would have just been like, hey, uh, yeah, okay, bye. Yeah, okay, bye, and goodbye. We have the ones at work that have the little red dot on them, and you, know, you yep. wave your hand in front, and it always reminds me of Hal Nine Thousand. Yeah. And I See, keep waiting for one of those space, things. I keep aliens. waiting. Exactly. Or, you know, homicidal computers. Mm-hmm. And I keep waiting for it to talk to me and say something. You, you didn't know. scrub hard enough, Seal. You didn't wash a full 20 seconds. Did you sing the entire first stanza of Take Me Out to the Ball Game? No, I, and then psh, it electrocutes me or something or blows the airlock yeah. and I go flying out into space, which would be really weird. Because here this whole time, I thought I was on terra firma. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is where we go, people. We're going to our dark place. This is where the conversation goes down the rabbit hole. Actually, it went down the rabbit hole, I think, the second I hit record. Kind of, yeah. It, I went through. I gave us. There, there was like a three, two, one countdown, and then I think it just. We just dived head first, dove, dived, dove head first into the rabbit hole, so to speak. So what do you think of Huck? I liked it. So yeah. uh, this little indie comic that Chris turned me on to, uh, the first, it, the issue one came out this week, or was it this week or was it last week? It was this week. It was this week. Image comic um, called Huck, and it's fantastic. It's totally different than really, I mean, it seems so different than anything out there. It's got this old-fashioned you know, kind of feel good vibe about it, but it's not, it's not cheesy. It's not silly. It's just this nice story with a lot of heart and it, it's great. You've got this guy, um, who's kind of sole purpose. His goal, uh, every day is to do something kind, to do something, you know, kind for someone else. And he makes these lists of things he needs to do or things that he wants to do. And, but he kind of, you know, he's got this list and he'll go, okay, I'll try this, this, you know, this day he'll like Monday, I'll do this Tuesday, I'll do this. But, you know, he'll hear something off the fly, like, you know, someone lost a necklace, he'll go find it. And the spin is, well, it's in a trash heap that fell off a barge at the bottom of the ocean and he swims to the bottom of the ocean to go get this thing. So it's, he's kind of a superhero in, in that respect. He's, he's clearly got some superpowers just by the little things they show like him hanging off the bottom of a a Boeing jetliner that was pretty cool yeah that was awesome yeah. that panel and I saw that because I knew it you know you know what he's doing and you see that the airliner in the panel and it's like this dude works at a gas station how in the world did he afford a plane ticket halfway across the oh there he is hanging off the bottom <laughs> okay but yeah it's it, I think it's great. It's just, you know, and it, it takes a little bit of a twist. Um, I'm not going to, I don't want to give that away, but I want, cause I want people to go out and read it. Seriously, go pick this up. It's a good book. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it takes that little twist there. Um, I guess sort of in the third act, you know, cause you think, oh man, something's going to happen. This thing's going to go dark and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's going to be, t-. no, it's not. Even with the twist, it takes a little, the little turn thing. It's still, I think going to maintain, 
that kind of feel even throughout the book. And I'm really looking forward to the next one and see what happens and see how our hero deals with this situation that he finds himself in. I am too. I'm, I was impressed by the artwork as well. Uh, Albuquerque is always somebody that I liked. I like, I liked his American vampire run. That was pretty sweet. And this is, this is like standing right up to it. So I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. My artsy side is being picked up by the, by his work and, and the writing as well is nice. awesome as well. So how did you come I across this one? Um, I just, it just kind of flew at me like when I was online, just reading Cool. and this is an image book for those of you wanting to know. Yeah, definitely an image book. And I try to, I'll pick, when I look for comics, I generally kind of stay away from the main big rush of them. Unless it's something that I really want to, I don't know, I have a slight heroin addiction. So anything Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, uh, Miss Marvel. The new run of Miss Marvel is really cool. The new run of Batgirl is really cool. Fantastic, yeah. Um, Batgirl, I'm enjoying that. And uh, but then, other than like the few ones that I nitpick out of whatever, um, I I stay in the shadows and pick out my indie comics. I don't know yeah. if it's because I make make an indie comic or what, but yeah, you think that has anything to do with it? Maybe it might. It might very well have something to do with that. But anyway, yeah. But too, I mean, you just I think you're like I mean, you just like a good story. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, that goes back to, I mean, look at some of the movies we used to watch. Just We'd go find random things and, well, I don't know what oh, this yeah. is about, but I'll try it. I mean, we discovered, uh, remember, uh, Hardware. Yes. Just on a lark, we went and watched that uh, at the Dollar mm-hmm. Theater. And it's like, oh, my God, fell in love with it. And it's just, you know, it was a good story that grabbed you. And I, I think uh, you see that in a lot, of the, a lot of the indie books. I've been, um, my little summer of listening to comical podcast shout out guys no but they've put me i mean that they, they've talked about some indie books and stuff that i've picked up that i never would have and so hopefully we can that's something that i want us to be able to do here is yes we are going to talk comic books probably every week um because that's one of the things we like i mean obviously chris is creating one from scratch people so you know at least one of us is into that but I, I like, you know, your point you made to me um, when we were talking about uh, putting the show together was, you know, what about just, you know, if we're going to talk comics, let's talk the indie stuff. And I think that's cool. I think we should. Because, I mean, I'm, I, and I will also admit, you know, full disclosure, I read a ton of Marvel books. There's some DC books every year. I mean, I, I, there's some, you know, a lot of the big titles I like and stinking Marvel with all their new number ones have been getting a lot of my money lately. Of course. <laughs> and a lot of it's been really good. And I've been like, dang it, I'll just pick up this one book and just have the number one, and then I read it and I go, man, this might actually be pretty good, so I'm going to have to limit myself. Um, but, and speaking of uh, uh, your heroin addiction, you notice I didn't laugh at that because I totally got what you meant, and yeah. and then I didn't laugh at it, and then I thought maybe I should so people would think it was a joke, <laughs> and then I thought, no, no, I'm going to drag this out. And let him just <laughs> run with it and give him some more rope uh, until, because I, I knew where you were going with it. I knew you were going to circle back around and, and you did, but I just thought it was a funnier gag to let you just run with it for a few more seconds. But yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's something about some of the, the stronger female characters. Are, it's just neat because you don't see it. 
writers just don't do that as much. But I think you see it more now. And um, I'm looking forward. I'm actually looking forward to next year, the Mockingbird solo run out of Marvel is going to be, I think. So that'll be one of the mainstream, cool. you know, from the big two that I'm going to be reading. But I am seriously looking forward to seeing what happens to our boy Huck in the uh, in his upcoming adventures. Definitely. Yeah, I think this is going to be a good one. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is something that I think I commented. I was like, man, I could get my mom into this. You know, she. Yeah. Would, it, it, I think there's something in it for everybody. It's there's, it's it's one of those rare things. It's one of those rare stories where there's. I think there's really something, little something for everybody in it that that, I think most folks can find something in there that that will resonate with them. There's another guy that I've been really following pretty close called his name is Sean. John Gordon Murphy mm-hmm. is the artist that I follow, and he and Grant Morrison they got up together for a book called Joe the Barbarian. But mm-hmm. uh, that's what really got me hooked on him. And then okay. from there, they did. Uh, he got focused into um, Chrononauts. I liked that a lot. That was pretty sweet. I've heard great things about um, that book. And it's mostly like even before it went to print, it was already picked up for a movie. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's got something else coming out, and I'm trying to remember what it is, but it's not coming to me right now. That's okay. That's what the internet's for, kids. Yeah, no. So somebody, somebody, somebody tweet us that. Yeah. Or don't, because you know we're we both have our computers open right now because we're doing this via FaceTime, and we're mm-hmm. both we are both that lazy that we won't go look it up right now. It's what we do, well, or I, what we don't I do. I am looking it up. Oh, you are. Oh man. Yeah. Way to contradict oh, me, dude. There we go. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a horrible person like that. You're just trying to make me look bad. Yeah. I don't know if that's possible, if you can make me look any worse. Not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah, I don't see the upcoming stuff yet. So. No, it's okay. But he likes motorcycles, and I think he'd probably like that, so. Cool. Who doesn't? Yeah. Communists, communists don't like motorcycles. Actually, that's not true. The commies made some good bikes. The Urals, those are some man. Those things are tough. I don't know how I got off on that. I'm not sure either, but that's okay. It's all right. Motorcycles, it's all good. Man, motorcycles, comic books. What's not to love about this podcast, people? How are you all not clamoring for the next episode to come out? Or they've oh, turned yeah. it off and they're not listening to us anymore. But that's cool. Oh, well, he also worked on Black Science. I've I've been, Ooh, I've been watching, yeah. reading that too. Have you have you read any of that? I have read an issue of it and thought it was fantastic. Okay. And I wanted yeah. I want to go back and get the 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 trade the first. I guess it's the first. Maybe I think maybe there's two trades now. Um, and catch up because what I read the issue that I picked up was great. Did you do you remember an '80s show where a family was uh they got into a dimensional travel? thing and then they went to yes. a, a, a world that it was like was a parallel world women. yes it was parallel yes that's what black science is to me and i've been secretly obsessing over that tv show for i can totally ever. see that and they had like the self-driving and, cars and all that stuff yeah yes like, and you had to have like the special key to oh yeah yeah and the and the, the and, dad and the son got arrested for mowing the lawn that one time yes. they took their shirts exactly. off <laughs> yeah exactly. dude that show is awesome yeah, I'm trying to remember what that was. It was like sliders before there were sliders. Yeah, exactly. Except, yeah, and it, the way it is with Black Science, it's 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 more because it's like they take it to the nth level. 
because it's alien and like yeah. alien life like versus just straight up what we are here so right. um yeah <laughs> just good stuff good stuff sweet yeah, i'm gonna have to dig into that and find that show yeah I'm, that's funny that was a great show but it didn't only last like a season i think it was one of those weird like i think it got a season I, and that was about it i think it was just it was um or was it a miniseries it was a TV series. It, yeah, it did go to series. And then there was this, there was that dude chasing them. There's like that guy from the government that knew, that or at least thought he knew what they were, and he was chasing them the whole time. And so they're like running from town to town in that silly self-driving car. It wouldn't, it's Otherworld, I think. Okay. That sounds, that sounds right. It was uh, aired for eight episodes in January 26th to March 16th of 1985 on CBS. Boom. It's created by Roderick Taylor as a sort of lost in space on Earth. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's 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 a better descriptor, I think. Did you hear that Lost in Space is apparently somebody's picked up the property and there's going to be another series? That's what I heard. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with it. It's on Netflix. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be Netflix. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So many good things coming to television via Netflix. Thank you, Netflix. So for now... If you're listening and you want to find us, you want to talk to us, you want to give us your feedback, we welcome it. Uh, seriously, we joke, but, you know, about, oh, this sucks and whatever. But seriously, uh, if you've heard the show and if you like it, let us know. If you don't, let us know. If there's something you think we could do better, something you think, uh, you know, something you'd like us to hear us talk about or uh, do a little homework on and, and get back to you, um, let us know. Uh, for now, the easiest way to get us is on Twitter at Bearded Beacon. And why, Chris, Bearded Beacon? Because we are sending out a signal of bearded yes, love. That's right. We are both bearded dudes, and we are you're homing in on our beacon of bearded mojo and awesomeness right. and love for all mankind. We're doing this for all mankind, really. Yes. Yes. I mean, because why else would we do it? We wouldn't. Other than just, you know, a couple of guys goofing around. But really that is correct. That's not why we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it for the people. So yes, please find us on Twitter. Shoot us a message. Tweet us. DM us. Whatever. At bearded beacon. All one word. And more social media to come. We'll we're gonna set more up as we go and the website and the whole bit. But rather than roll everything out at once figured it was probably best to let's go ahead and get an episode recorded get something in the can get it out there and we'll just grow this thing organically so we'll see how the response goes we'll see if people are actually listening to us and even if not we'll probably still just do this because i think i had a good time tonight what about you yeah i had a good time yeah it's worth it i can, I can dig it yeah it's fun it's, it's fun just kicking back and, and uh talking with a buddy and you know having a drink I think that's all we have for this week. Join us next week, next uh, next Tuesday. Hopefully you're listening to this this Tuesday, November 24th? Yes. I think so, yes. yes. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your holidays. And take care. God bless. Godspeed. And all that good stuff. Good night, everybody. Cool.